The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Yes, very much so. Um, you know, basically for the last two years, um, basically for the last two years, we've had a prime minister who has uh, vaccine derangement syndrome where he, every day he stands up at the stump and that's all he talks about. He doesn't talk about the economy. He doesn't talk about the supply chain. He doesn't talk about, you know, us losing our rights, lockdowns, nothing. It's, it's just straight vaccines. But what's happening, Laura, is right now in Canada, we have one of the biggest revolutions happening, and you probably haven't heard about it because nobody's talking about it. But uh, right now, there's 50,000 truckers and about 1.4 million people headed to the parliament in Ottawa, and they're going to stay there until Trudeau resigns or they give us back all of our freedoms and rights. You know, when you separate people, it's easy to, you know, to uh, create power through separation. But, uh, but like I said, what we're seeing in the country right now with these truckers and it, it honestly, it has ignited the whole entire uh, country of Canada. And uh, uh, I know that, uh, you know, I've, I've been spending a lot of time on social media helping, you know, promote the truckers and getting their word out and, and all of that. And so uh, even I, uh, you know, big tough hockey player have, uh, you know, shed a few tears because uh, I haven't seen my country this behind something and this excited about something in a very, very, very long time. So, so hopefully, it takes a lot to you know, some, yeah, it, you know, it takes a lot to get the Canadians angry. I mean, it's like the Minnesota nice, and if Minnesota is nice, Canada is like jubilant all the time because they just, that's not a, it's not a protest culture in Canada, correct? Right. Well, that, that's the thing is in Canada, you know, we're considered really nice and, and all these things. But the thing about Canadians is eventually, you know, our fuse, our long, long fuse, um, burns out and that's where we are in the country and everybody's, you know, Welcome to WTF Landia Radio Show. It's your girl, Shar Michelle. We are rebranding this in the year 2022. It is Shar Michelle. So prepare for a new look, a new crispy, crispy clean look for our WTF Landia Radio Show. But the same good stuff, the same good conversations, the same topics. And the same, oh, what the f- are we looking at here? And what land are we living in? Because that's just the truth. And it's just the bottom line. And you would have thought that, you know, starting this thing in 2020, that we'd be in a different, you know, head space, physical space, spiritually speaking. We'd be, you know, basking in the glory of back to normalcy and, uh, The only thing that has grown is my faith. (laughs) 
everything else is wow it is very very bizarre and uh and that's what i came to talk about today because let me tell you what not only have we been dealing with a whole pandemic for nearly two years this thing if it continues on through this year will stretch for past the spanish flu of 1918 which then led to the russian war which is about on par to where we are now look at the russians they're biting at the bit to get at ukraine my goodness this is history repeating itself and when then we're moving into auschwitz again it's very strange with the vaccine passports it's wild in these streets <laughs> and I don't say that lightly and you know you know if you are a friend and fan of this show that that laugh it does not mean I'm with it I'm about that life it means it's us it's weird and usually that's what that means if I'm laughing and I'm like ha, 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 ha. it's like oh my gosh why what are we looking at here what are we dealing with but hey and that's why we're here to do it together. And that's why your girl, Char Michelle, uh, formerly known as Char Bothay, is uh, here to keep it calm in the midst of a storm. Just think about it here, okay? There's a film, there was a film out. I don't remember, but these, this family was on a vacation and they were at this resort. And then, then it, what happened was a big uh, tsunami came. And everyone's just lounging around the pool. The, 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 the wind is still. All of a sudden, everything gets really wild. And then the tsunami comes. And not only does it come, but it comes fast and furious. And it takes away half of this woman's family. And she's hanging on to a tree. And the other kid's up in the tree. And the dad is out with the kids. And it's awful. Well, somehow, she remained calm. And she just kind of eased her way through. And they end up finding the whole family. I know. Wild story. Look it up. I forget the name of the film. But it's my job. It's essentially what I'm here to do with you guys. Wrap myself around a tree. Tell y'all to get up in a tree. And then uh, we talk about it. (laughs) So that's what we're doing here at WTF Landia Radio. It's nice to be back on a more frequent basis as I go from show to show to show to show spreading my wings until it pays me that dough right (laughs) I have to uh, remain versatile this is still mom on a single mom of three on a income that's nil and I would like for that to not be the case in the future so as we uh, get to points and stages of uh, employment as this you know whole stuff goes here right with all the requirements and 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 mandates and office spaces closed and i just want to be in a building where i can record a show that uh has a microphone and a desk you know like at the cbc or at vice news or cnn or nfl network or, you know, anywhere that's hiring. Ch- just, you know, email me for my salary. It's fine. I'll give it to you. <laughs> but in the meanwhile, I'm coming to bring y'all that free heat. And that's because, you know what? All of this 
that's thoughts that swirl around this brain should not go to waste and it shall not and it will not because hey that's originally what I'm here for anyways is to make sure that you know we stay calm and even when I do get a check I'm still going to keep us calm because I'm not bought or sold I'm just trying to make sure I have my ducks in line and my kids can eat and truly 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 that's all this is you know about and in the meanwhile speaking of ducks in line and kids eating the reason why I jumped in here is because it is fascinating news that we're looking at and it is no cap because we all need to eat right well not if you're truckers that are delivering all the goods, the foods, the Amazon packages, the this, the that are out of work. And let me tell you what, there are very few to no trucks on the road. I can see it from my condo. I can see for miles and miles and miles and not one truck. Usually there's one or there's a truck that I'm looking at now and it's a moving truck. It's not a commercial truck. There are none. And let me tell you what, there's always trucks driving down my street. So this goes to show you that, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but I'm here to talk about the Canadian revolution that's happening. And it is no joke. What is going on was, if you're following me on Instagram, I showed a video from my balcony. And there is, uh, well, there was a... uh, fleet and when I say a fleet this fleet of trucks went for seven hours I want to say about seven hours between four and seven hours (laughs) because when I noticed them was when I got home and they were going and they were going on for at least four four hours that I was home so uh and that was last Saturday and uh well I thought they were just you know doing something I didn't know and then I'm like what is it oh and then I see a protest to my left again I can see for miles from my window here it's a beautiful thing praise the Lord uh and I see a protest happening and I go oh and I can't have I don't can't really see what's happening because I don't have my glasses on well I ever since a child have been wearing glasses to see afar I've got astigmatism and I used to wear bifocals they were so cute. If you knew me, then you would love me. To know me is to love me in real life. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those people that don't, don't, doesn't understand how to get likes on social media. I don't know how to do it well. But in real life, my likes are off the charts, and I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, bifocal, Char Michelle, you would have loved. <laughs> Anyways, I threw my glasses on, and I looked out, and I saw that there was thousands and thousands of people marching and uh, marching and marching. Now, I'm wondering if this is an understanding, if this is a thing, but it's not stopping people. But the vaccine, the, the, what I read was freedoms, fight for, va- for freedoms, freedoms, rights and freedoms, vac- no vaccine mandates, no vaccine passports, no vaccine pass. And I go, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of protest happening in Vancouver, and I think it's great that people stand up for what they believe. I think it's really important that we've been given that inalienable freedom and right to protest those of which we don't agree with, peacefully so. And so I will always encourage that. Violence is a nil 
thought for me. It's a no-go. If you're going to get violent, I'm going to say no thank you. But I'm going to say use your voice, stand your ground, and always protect yourself. So this is our this is all of those things in one. And as far as I checked, Canada, the good old Canada. Not Canada, that's what most people call it though from that are not from Canada. Canada. Igloos. No, 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 no. Thank you. It's a very thriving and beautiful country. However, there are some really uh how do you call it? D- dystopian things happening apocalyptic I don't know a very very old and outdated and things that are happening that are making people and truck drivers and food it'll all boil around to the food okay we're talking about feeding your kids feeding yourselves well <clears throat> it'll all boil down to that in a sec but it's making people really uncomfortable and it's about the vaccine mandates now, Canada was one of the earlier countries, if I'm familiar, if I'm, un, if I'm correct, to, to really hone in that mandates. And BC in particular, early on, decided to require vaccine passports in order to enter your gyms, your restaurants, your non-essential places, right? Venues to go to sporting events and whatnot. And then we realized that the vaccine passports, this was at the beginning of the, the first round of the jabs, first round, second round. And this is when the news was going around to say, once we get everyone vaccinated, you can get back to your normal lives. Well, I think people are forgetting that because, or maybe there was just not much said about it, not that you're not, not going to need another 15 vaccines shots or booster shots to go with that. But it was kind of just very brief once you get vaccinated you get back to life people didn't ask questions about what that meant what that entailed so if i get this shot this one shot and this two shot then that means i won't need any more shots it means i will be able to get back to my life is that what you're telling me no one really asked as a collective and so i think most people assumed that the statement that was put out there get get this vaccine get back to normal life it really ignited some hope it ignited a lot of us to have hope and say, yes, okay. And it's almost like when you're in an uncomfortable situation, sometimes you don't want to ask too many questions because maybe it makes it more uncomfortable if you find out the answers are there that you don't want to know. Um, and so maybe that is a defense mechanism. And just as a collective society, people didn't really ask what that entailed. And then they started to introduce the fact that you'll need a booster. And then you'll need another booster. And people go, wait, what? Excuse me. I thought, because guess what happened? Once you got the first vaccine and the second vaccine, later on they come to find out that vaccine wears out to basically nothing from from 80% effectiveness to 20% effectiveness over several months. I'm not going to give you facts and stats. I want you to do all of this research yourself. I'm going to give you the brief, the gist. This is WTF Landia for F sakes. It's not perfection Landia. It's not we are the stats and facts Landia. This is a way for my beautiful, thoughtful, astute audience to it's almost like an encyclopedia. It's almost like an edge to push you towards your encyclopedia or your Google. <laughs> 
And that's what it is. It's having a conversation at, let's just say, you guys know this WTF Landia Radio Lounge. You come in, you get relaxed, you sit on your couch, you kick back. I'm here on the stage and I am sharing or at the coffee table next to you, sharing with you or just sitting across from you at the therapeutic uh, couch, sharing with you. You're able to come with your, your collective thoughts and you're able to do your own collective research in order to find out what makes sense and what's true and what's not true. But it gets, it's going to get you to think because a lot of, all of <laughs> what I'm talking about here is going to make you say WTF, what the freak, what the fart, where they from, where they do that at, you know, that kind of thing. So, okay, so collectively speaking had smoke break that was a smoke break just to give you guys an understanding of what you're because if you're new welcome to the show this is what you have to look forward to so okay so two years into the thing to the covid to the c19 and uh two jabs and a booster shot later people are having very serious questions that they might have wanted to ask at the beginning of this, we're saying, wait, we got double vaxxed, and now you're telling us we need a booster? And not only that, you're telling me I need another booster? There are four vaccines happened that have happened in Israel. And I might add, they are number one leading in COVID infections right now. They're at the top of the tippity-top of it charts. And I do believe South Africa is 27% vaccinated, and they're at the bottom of the charts. You do your own math about what that says, and you can figure that out. I think I share some of these things on WTF Landia Radio on Twitter, so you can do it. And it could be alternative. It could be, um, well, I don't know what they call it, um, um, commercial news. It could be alternative or whatever. It's not alternative. It's just news news channels that aren't corporate-run, I believe. So I find that people are able to share not random blah 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 news but news that's going to get you to research around other news the commercial industry corporate news so i don't ever want to say i believe in conspiracy theories it's definitely not my jam i studied politics in university and i always like to study around what it is that i'm looking at and that way we have a well-rounded view of what we're seeing as opposed to a one-way view. Because working in journalism, I do know that we are given news and we're supposed to report on it. We're not, you know, if you're looking for your own news, you're not getting paid to report that. You're getting paid to report on what it is that we are being handed in the morning as scripts are concerned, right? Journalism, it's a job, it's a career that I love. It's interesting, though. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to have a career in journalism that I'm able to choose the news that I want to discuss which is a beautiful thing thus far until they offer me a trillion dollars and when they offer me a trillion dollars then I'll still say Lord you give me the words (laughs) but back to the news Uh, what happened is all these shots later people are now questioning now what in fact when you were mentioning getting back to normal now what in fact did that mean Because back to normal for me doesn't uh, really sound like what I'm looking at here. 
It seems like I have to take time out of my schedule to go get myself vaccinated. If not, I need to be worried about this COVID-19, C-19 that's going to be probably around forever. Because I'm just wondering if we did kibosh the entire Spanish flu as a whole. I don't believe so. I think it's, I think it's perpetuated and probably what we're looking at is a seasonal flu as a variance is a bunch of different variants of the of the Spanish flu and whatever else flus there're just a lot of variants but again when we give things names we take ownership if we give it omicron we take ownership ownership of it it's like it's omicron it's covid-19 it's delta if we just call it what it is is a virus and it's probably going to be seasonal it's probably going to be around then you get kind of around that whether where it came from why it came from who dropped it off and why it's here and hit the whole globe is not my battle uh it's something i'll discuss it's something i'd like to understand more about um but again this is something that uh everybody i is entitled to to search and uncover for yourself you know that's the best way i can share that uh but it's okay to think and it's okay to think together it's like again sitting down at the coffee table with your best friend me Shai Michelle and talking about what you think about it whether you're on the vax side or not or unvaxed side it doesn't really matter again that's not medical terms vaccinated unvaccinated is not an actual medical term it's a scripted term that seems very divisive because it's a party divider and I've talked about it in podcasts underneath here there is 300 plus podcast episodes underneath this one and I urge you to have a listen <laughs> I do some of my best work there on these episodes it's just very fun but um so back to normal can always mean something different again this is a girl who studied politics studied criminal justice uh and uh understands that word wordings and everything really is can mean one thing or another. And so we didn't necessarily I think most people t- thought this is coming from a governmental agencies, this is coming from our scientists, whether it's Dr. Fauci or Bonnie Henry or anybody who you've been listening to in your countries in regards to where this virus is headed, where it's going, what keeps you safe. and what gets you back to your life and things as it is obvious in my in my opinion is going to change because this is new nothing's going to be like oh this is what you need and this is how it's going to be and then you can get back to i think in my opinion you would need more time no matter what even if scientists have been studying variants of covid-19 for years or coronavirus for years if this is something that they say is is progress or it's it's another variant of 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 corona then it would be a new any bit of something added to the equation would make it new right whether it's one protein away from old to the new or one spike away from the old to the new so um i think that's what people are concerned with and we had into the fact that these have become mandates these vaccines that people are unsure about we've talked about myocarditis pericarditis those episodes are also in here underneath this episode and what people are learning about that 
what studies, what people are reporting and what doctors are told they cannot report because they don't know if it's vaccine related. So we have a lot of underreporting to the reporting. Or people are afraid to report because they're not going to be heard. People are saying they've reported to the doctors and doctors can say we can't say this is COVID-19 related, C-19 related because, well, we just don't have enough proof of data. And then we have people like Pfizer saying that they will not release proof or data until the year 2080 or something like that, 2080 or 2087 or something far away from now. So this is creating a mass hysteria in a country like Canada, where, again, the mandates were propped down pretty early and a lot of people's eyes went wide. But 80% to 90% of the population is vaccinated, so they didn't really cause a stir. People say, well, I'm vaccinated. This doesn't doesn't affect me. I can go to my restaurants. I can go to my gym. I can go to my games. It almost had this foo-foo nose point up and say, I've done my duty. I'm keeping my neighbors safe and I'm keeping my bumble thriving. Tinder is off the charts now because I've got my I'm vaccinated uh, banner stroked right in there. It's very strange. But anyways, And so this got people back to their hand quote, finger quotes, normal life, right? Well, until the truckers that deliver our goods said, yeah, no. (laughs) I spend my life in a truck and uh, delivering all you guys' goodies, driving obscene hours of the night, staying awake on, you know, whatever it is that I have to stay awake on, to be forced to be vaccinated. I have my beliefs, I have my stance, I have my religious beliefs, I have whatever, and I'm not doing it. And that's when the bow broke. It they well, you can't get your food if the truckers aren't delivering. If the people on the boats won't ship it over into the trucks to trucks to pick it up to drop it off at you. I mean you can come walk it off the boat if the boat people are vaxxed. But you can't, here is the thing, and I just want to keep this very gentle, very, very plain. This is not an effort to destroy the trust of people with their governments, people with their scientists. This is purely people having freedom of choice. Now, When you insert yourself into people's freedom of choice, because the last I chose is when it comes to medical history, that is between you and your doctor. No one else, not even your employer can ask unless they have some some other need and you have to supply that. Then that goes through a whole different chain. But your medical history is between you and your doctor. Not ever once in history has a vaccine been so marketable that everyone in the world needs to know why Kyrie Irving is unvaccinated or Aaron Rodgers wants to leave the NFL because of this vaccine stuff or why Joe Rogan, all these people who are whatever, um, are talking about it on their podcast all the time and, and, and making people see other sides and whatnot. Or Evander Kane is fudging up vaccine cards, making mockeries of, you know, what we're looking at here as mandates and compliance is concerned. Well, 
It's because of freedom of choice. <laughs> Simple. I, and then again, we go on to say, you know, this is going to keep people safe. And this is going to do this. And this is going to do that. And this is going to do that. And people are saying now there's a, a whole commercial being run. I believe it's Bob. I don't know. feels very Pfizer-like. But it's like these people are in the hospital. And I'm seeing they're using black people, too, in these to make people feel a little bit more comfortable. Black nurses saying, you know, I'm trying to save these lives and people, you know, if you'd have got vaccinated. But we also understand this, that during March 2020, when the height of the the, the, uh, cases were rolling in, they were saying this. Some people are going to get it like a sniffle, sneeze and a cough. Other people are going to get it very dramatically. So you just don't know which side of the aisle you'll find yourself in. So you want to mask up. You want to keep yourself separate from people. You want to stay away until we can create a vaccine that can, you know, fix this thing. Right? Well, now we have a commercial happening. And I believe it was shared by the Washington Post. And it was like, People were saying the people was in a hospital that had COVID. And she's like, oh, if I had listened and only gotten vaccinated, how? How How do you know? Maybe you were going to get COVID heavily anyways. Maybe you were going to get it lightly. How would you know? Because a vaccine is carrying other risks that people are talking about again with the myocarditis and, 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 and troubles with there being metals in the vaccines and bio and technology in, in, the, in the biology of the vaccine it's just raising questions now again no matter if I've gotten the vaccine or not I wouldn't share that status with anyone it's my choices between me and my doctor but if there's metals in these vaccines or, or or whatever they are that they found in vaccines here that arrived in Canada and they had to, to say they had to destroy or get rid of or whatever, um, then that's a problem too because had that not been caught, that would have been in your arm and in your body. So the point is, is that yes, people should want to trust their governments obviously we want to see that we work in a cohesive unit for goodness sakes the people have put the government in their jobs (laughs) i don't think we should ever think that we don't want to trust our governments we voted you in you're a public servant you're doing the job that i asked you to do hopefully now, you don't always win. That's a democratic society, says 49 over 50. So that's a whole other thing, right? But hopefully, at least for the 49 or for the 50%, the people that you voted in are doing their jobs. And if not, then they're still able to be votes. And then that's where you have your rights of freedom. So that if you are on the 49% that your person didn't get in, they, they don't share the same core values and you don't have the same beliefs, then you have a way to do things your way because as long as you're free, you have your freedoms of choice, right? Well, you know what the mandates do to that? They scrap that whole idea and they don't give you a choice. They give you a mandate, a mandatory. Mandate is short for mandatory. That means you have to. (laughs) It doesn't suggest like we suggest that you do it. You have to or you, and then you fill in the blank. 
that's what we're looking at here in Canada. And so what's happened is the truck drivers, that convoy I was talking about just a little bit ago that went on between four and seven hours, <laughs> they were heading to Ottawa. They're heading over to where the capital, <clears throat> the parliament, to talk to some folks about these mandates. And not only are there 40,000 plus, 400,000, I don't know, 40,000 plus truckers, but there's a million and more people joining that um, that party. And we don't want to call it an insurrection. By gosh, the trailer park coup was enough. We don't need to see that. We need to see people standing up for their rights and going to these buildings in an orderly fashion and staying there until things have changed. No one needs to go and hijack a building and do that stuff. That's also breaking in and there's laws against that too, right? Even though it's the people's house, I get that. But like, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> so I'll keep my nose out of that. But I think things done in a proper way should get things, you know, done in a proper way. People have their rights. This is freedom. This is your freedoms. These are your freedoms. And you're getting people in a position where they have to choose money over their beliefs or over their freedoms. Not being able to make a dollar unless they have got this mandatory vaccine. And it just makes no sense. So bear with me when I say that freedoms don't seem to be free in Canada and in other places like I believe Austria just now made it mandatory for 18 plus you must be vaccinated they're trying to tax people if they don't get vaccinated this is alarming if you don't get vaccinated you're going to get taxed first of all I don't even have a job how are you going to tax me excuse me and you can't tax a person's beliefs This is here's the thing here's the thing let's just be Plain and simple. If I, as a Christian, Muslim, Catholic, whatever you associate yourself with, person, thinks that if taking this vaccination will not allow me a place in the afterlife, wherever that is that I choose, that I feel relative relating to, to going, me, heaven. And I have to choose the vaccine or my my afterlife. Um, If that has to be on the line, that is a big red flag. That is a problem because you're asking someone to drop their religious beliefs in order to comply on on the earthly realm. On earth, I'll be good. I'll be able to go to my, you know, local, you know, delicatessen and sit inside and eat not have to have my picnics outdoors I'm trying to be cute in the winter well dating or you know want to go into a movie theater I'll be good now because I'll be able to go in the movie theater although if I believe again this is your religious belief if you people who are listening to this don't have a religious belief you don't believe in an afterlife at all then you can sit this out or just listen but if you are believing that you want to spend some time in, in an afterlife of your choosing, me, again, I said heaven, I don't want to sacrifice anything on this earth that would flub up that portion of the game. 
which I believe is eternity, then it ain't going to happen, Captain. So you're going to make people, you're going to force people down on a gurney and, 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 and jab them? Because then again, that wouldn't be us. That would be, uh, you would have to be, we wouldn't be okay with that. So it wouldn't be like we would be accepting that. So I do believe that there's res- reservation, there's resolution for that as our religious beliefs are concerned. God, no, we wouldn't about that life anyways. They forced that. But you know what I'm saying? This is, you, we're not talking about like, like people who don't have a belief. We're talking about people with religious beliefs. There are those people. Just like there's he, she's, him's, them's, they's. There's uh, tons of people with their own beliefs. There are people with religious beliefs that say that they don't do certain things in order not to mess with their afterlife. Period. And it's not your choice to talk about whether there's a devil or not or heaven or hell or demons and spirits and all that, whatever. It's not your choice. Everybody has their own choice. And religious stuff just don't work for some people. They're like, what is that? Sounds like Narnia. You're talking about devils, demons, demonic spirits, blah, blah, blah. Heaven, hell, these things doesn't make sense to my brain. I don't believe in that. I believe in the creator. I believe good be good to people. And then that's it. Well, if you do believe that, then I'm, I understand that. And I'm praying that you'll understand everything the way you're supposed to understand it so that your afterlife hopefully will be just as beautiful as I understand mine. I'd like mine to be. That was vague. But uh, you know what I mean. Do you? But in, in, and I am always going to urge people to kind of like seek more truth in just ourselves because we're just humans. We're just faulty humans that make mistakes all the time. We're tripping over our words. We're tripping over our actions. We're tripping over our livelihoods. We're tripping over each other. We're just humans. Like we're not God. And and so my <clears throat> most brilliant time of my life has been now, while I've living and thriving in a pandemic raising three children in a pandemic doing it alone trying to figure out the next practical best step in life while leaving a whole portion of my life behind graciously and gratefully and very happily so it's very like it's very unknown and it feels sometimes a little bit wobbly as like what am I going to do next? Because I don't have, you know, maybe the same crutching support you would have. Um, but you just move on and you know that it's going to work. And it has been. And it's beautiful because I have loved. And that's what I'm realizing. I could have stayed in a situation that was debilitating, devilishly killing me second by second. Or be at the point I am now, which is faithful and happy and hopeful and more excited about every second of the day than ever before in the recent past that I can even imagine. So you free up yourself, you believe, but then you think about the space that you're in and how it's very much so dividing people with different beliefs, varying beliefs. And again, separating people into classes two classes one class vaccinated second class the unvaccinated and uh, you even have the prime minister going on to say people are mad at the unvaccinated perpetuating or, or almost stoking a flame a fire no I'm sorry 
you just speak just because you said that doesn't mean it's true i think that even the vaccinated people are marching towards ottawa because they're saying yeah i've gotten vaccinated but now you're asking me to get 16 more vaccine booster shots and i'm just not comfortable with that and wait what about my freedoms and wait didn't you tell me that this was going to get me back to normal life but you can't blame it on people who haven't even taken the shot when the people that have taken the shot are just chalked up in the hospitals. And I'm, there are more people who are vaccinated in the hospitals than they are unvaccinated. So this is not making more, it's not making a lot of sense, you know, as stats and facts are concerned. But again, do it per capita and do it uh, your own research on that. But it seems like the vaccinated people are the ones who are checking into the hospital. So that's interesting. So again, being told, you know, if I would have gotten that vaccine shot, I wouldn't be here. No, (laughs) that's not true. It's just not. You don't know where you would be. Only God knows. But also God knows that this too shall pass. And so as the truckers head to Ottawa to get what they need done because they are the boss, people are the boss, and that's just the bottom line. I'm not here to spread, spread the false falsity of that point. Uh, the people are in charge. You, you, you people. Everyone who's voted is in charge of uh, getting what you want uh, accomplished. In, in as far as like legislations and laws and stuff of land, right? The people that you've put in charge are the ones that work for you. I used to think that you know it's funny. I'll just put it this way. I was an actor and I got an agency and they uh, would send me out on casting and jobs and stuff like that. And I literally treated my agent like I was their employer. I used to be so yes, man, like, oh, thank you. Thank you, master. Almost not master, but thank you. I got that job. That's great. And they're not my employer. I employ them by my work so they just go and they give me the jobs they work for me (laughs) I never thought of it that way like oh they work for me they work they literally work to find me work and then they get paid but honestly it's a collaborative effort let's just be honest I don't want to say I'm their boss it's a collaborative effort even with let's just say that with our governments it's a collaborative effort yes we put you in charge yes we we employ you we employ our agents we employ our prime ministers we employ our premiers, our MPs. We employ them, no doubt. Which, yes, in layman's terms, make us their boss. But it's a collaborative effort. We want to, I think, ideally, we'd like to work together so we can say they have a nice voice, a nice delivery package. They can get this done on a higher level. Look, Let's use this guy. Let's have this guy represent us. And that's how they get in the office, right? And so ideally, we'd like to have that be able to be a thing where we could, you know, work with each other's ideas. We, the people, give you our ideas. You come back and you write it into laws and legislation so that it works for our collective society, a democratic society, which again is 4950, which is another, I don't know, I think we need a whole nother kind of government kind of sense where we can all, I don't know, be heard 
but maybe that's in heaven <laughs> and not on earth but I don't know we need another branch we need another branch where people feel like everybody feels heard everyone feels co- collectively involved but that's chaotic too to start that too I don't know there's green party there's all these things but I think uh, <clears throat> I think that we need to say we need to do this number one I personally am going to stand with the with the uh, truck drivers and I'm not going to going grocery shop right now for things that I don't need I've got vegetable gardens I've got food I've got rice I and everything that I need to be able to supply for my children I don't I'm not going to need to go out and buy bags of chips and things like that necessarily so this supports them by keeping them from thinking that they need to fulfill my needs and a lot of that stuff is just me needing stuff because it's there you know my needs are met again praise the lord always never me it's god so that said is i can i can do diligent by just being grateful for having what we have and allowing us to be supportive of the people of people who are saying no this doesn't work i cannot be told that i have to have something inserted in my body we're going to look back at this conversation, and hopefully we are at the WTF Landia Radio Show, the right side of history. And we're going to, we're going to want to be on the right side of history. We're, want to, we're going to want to have talked about it. We're going to want to have given an objective viewpoint about it. We, will want to be on the, we don't want to be on the divisive end of the stick. We want to be on the, one, on the side of we come up with some understandings where we could understand what uh, it is we're looking at and how to make it better and we want to be supportive of people who are maybe not vaccinated like us like me maybe they chose not to be vaccinated maybe they chose to be vaccinated like me and they're not like me you know I don't agree with that no well that's okay it's you're not their doctor you don't need to know their business stop sharing your status for goodness sakes I never go around and tell people what my HPV status is unless I'm trying to dink you down. And then we should talk about that, you know. And then if you have HPV, if you choose to dink that thing down, then you wrap it up with a good old-fashioned condom, right? So, I mean, let's just be honest here. There's more to the madness. And the point is, is that, no, I'm not dinking anybody down with HPV. I'm just saying no one has ever asked about anybody's HPV status. Why is everyone asking about everyone's COVID-19 status? It's not your business. You're not a doctor, Mr. TikTok. Mrs. Instagram. You're just not. And if someone offers you to go to, to brunch and you say, I'm not... You say, I'm not going to brunch until everybody can go to brunch. Now, that clears the way for you to be vaccinated or unvaccinated. You don't need to share your status. People are like, you want to go to brunch? No. Not until vaccinated and unvaccinated people can brunch together. I'm not going. I was able to brunch like that during the summertime. Why is four months taking me from freedoms to none? You know, Sarah doesn't like that. She's like, give me my freedoms. So I'm sticking with Sarah. She don't want to, she can't go, I can't go. And that's the bottom line. So are our freedoms free? Are we okay with 
understanding this, that we have to stand for something and fall for nothing. And again, if you are doing it right, and this goes for vaccinated people and unvaccinated people, you have to take the proper precautions. If you're vaccinated, don't come around me with your face out in the elevator. I don't want that. It's very uncomfortable. You just think because you're vaccinated that you can just run around coughing, touching elevators with your face all out. It's uh, no, you guys are spreading it very rampantly. Please put a mask on. And you vaccinated and you unvaccinated people. If you are feeling like I want to go march and protest because I don't feel like a cloth between my faith is, face is going to protect anybody. Well, no, it's making me highly uncomfortable. Sure, march for your freedoms, but like if put a mask on, there is still a virus. Look at the bottom line is it's not a fake thing. Even if it, like I said, I've always said this. Even if it was created in the lab. Even if it was leaked out of whatever, even if whatever, it's actual thing, apparently. Many people have gotten it. Many, many people have gotten it easy. They've gotten it hard. Many people have died from this. Okay? From what I have read and gathered. So it doesn't make it like it's not real. If we are living in a pandemic, I personally would prefer you to please if you even if you're protesting your rights and freedoms to breathe free air you know put a mask on in settings that require that just as we work to as a society to get to back to to being able to not maybe wear a mask i think that if there's certain rules that make people feel comfortable please follow them that's just supportive that's just like the supportive thing to do and that way you're not like telling your neighbors, your friends that have made certain choices, which again, you don't need to know what they've made the choice to do, vaccinate or not vaccinate. You just need to know that you got their back. And having their backs means if there's signs up in buildings that say wear a mask or face covering, then just do that. Even if you triple boosted. Or even if you're not. And you say, I need oxygen. Well, breathe oxygen in your own, when you're outdoors by yourself in a forest somewhere. But please, for goodness sakes, have some coof. This is your girl, Char Michelle. Ah, so nice to be back to the WTF Landia radio show. I am supporting these, me personally, I'm supporting these truck drivers. Absolutely. Because I support people's right to choose. I am a freedom fighter. I don't want nobody over in Beijing, China to be, to be uh, playing sports. And there's some people who do. They just look past the fact that there is a full throttle annihilation of human beings happening on, on Chinese land by the Chinese CCP government. And they're going to just go, oh, are you excited to watch the Olympics? Heck no. I'm absolutely not excited. I won't be peeking at a little, even a bounce of it. It's, they don't deserve my energy, my eyes, my viewership, my time. I definitely wouldn't take a flight over there to see it. But again, they kiboshed that. They kiboshed having viewers come to watch the games because, well, COVID concerns. But I think they knew people ain't coming up to that. They're not coming. The word is spreading that there's a human rights crisis happening in China. And we're not about that life. And if you are about that life, 
I'm sorry, but uh, you might want to educate yourself as to what's going on there. Tibet ain't free. Hong Kongers ain't free. Uligurs definitely ain't free. They're dying and getting raped and abused. And we seem to want to just close our eyes and look over and say, well, I'm just going to let God deal with that. I want to ask some of these peoples who are pastors, preachers, friends that are excited to watch the Olympics. What do you think about that, though, homie? What do you really think about that? And how's that booster shot going over for you? Do you think that they're going to introduce that microchip coming pretty soon? Are you going to take that, too? And just say, I'm just going to let Jesus take over it. Uh, Come on. Like, stand for something or fall for nothing. Like, what is it? I don't know. I'm praying for people in the church. I'm praying for the world. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for my kids. I'm praying for my haters. I'm praying for my loved ones. I'm praying for the world. Because let me tell you what. You've never met a less perfect person in your life than your girl, Char Michelle. I am so imperfect. So imperfect, in fact, that I'm perfect. I'm perfectly imperfect. From the wise words of one of my dearest and oldest and friends that I miss the most, Pakalika. Um, I'm perfectly imperfect and just like you. But I am saved by the grace of God every single day. Because let me tell you what, if you don't know it, now you know. You can't buy, sell, and merchant is literally written in the book of Revelation in the Bible. Now, you can call it the oldest book in the world, the most prophetic book in the world, but it's everything that I'm reading is literally lighting and lifting off the page. It's happening right now. So you might want to get a look at that, even if you're on the fence about whether you believe in God or not, whether you believe in Jesus or not, whether you think this is the end of time, whatever. Just have a look at this book. It's brilliant. It might, it might reveal something different to you than it does to me. Um, but it kind of seems like we're what we're looking at right now. And my only way to describe the way I get through that is to hope and to pray and to love and to keep positive, for goodness sakes. We're only one. You're only literally one person in the speck of all the humans in the world. Just one human being. You don't need that much pressure on you. You need to live. You need to breathe. You need to know that you are loved and you're cared for by loving others. I promise you, if everybody who hears this says, I'm loved, now I'm going to love others, then we'll have a collective energy of people loving each other, respecting each other's beliefs, stepping back from opinionating and hating, and just moving forward as a collective Because no matter what you do in life, you want to make sure that you've done your best and you've given it your all and you've looked out for people. Because I think that's going to say the most about us at the end of our lives is what we did for others and how we looked out for ourselves and others. And it doesn't mean succumbing to your beliefs it means having your beliefs and holding on to your beliefs and allowing others to do the same it's your girl Char Michelle later uh, all signs point to uh, groceries going up gas prices going up give us an idea of where lumber prices sit right now Right now, uh, we're back to uh, higher prices for lumber, much higher than 
historic average of um, you know three hundred dollars per thousand board feet. Now, right now, we're at one thousand two hundred and twenty dollars per thousand board feet. That's not at the record we were at last June, which was one thousand six hundred dollars per thousand board feet. But we're getting uh, back uh, close to that that record point. And um, you know, if you go back to last August, we were down to around four hundred dollars per thousand board feet, which is what I would say a more typical historical price. But um, that same roller coaster we were on last year is back. Uh, the price started to creep up again at the end of the last calendar year. And uh, yeah, now we're back at uh, just over $1,200. As we uh, get into that uh, spring market, do things change for you? When you and I had a conversation uh, last year, of course, uh, home renovation, uh, construction, uh, at, whether you were adding that deck or adding that fence was a big component. What are you looking at now? What's the expectation? Well, I think the biggest thing to take into consideration here is that when we last spoke, we were really expecting to be out of these uh, unusual and extraordinary circumstances going into 2022. Um, we were expecting at that time that people would be, uh, you know, double vaccinated. Now we're actually at a point where pe- many people have even had a booster on top of being double vaccinated. Um, so a large majority of the population is, is, is vaccinated. And we thought, hey, once that happens, you know, we're going to go back to, you know, pre-pandemic type situations where a lot more people are back in offices uh, working and a lot more people are traveling again on vacations and things like that. And that just isn't the case so far here in 2022. We are basically uh, in the Bill Murray Classic Groundhog Day, where we're right back to where we were last time we, we spoke. And we're continuing to see, uh, you know, large numbers of people continuing to work from home. That that doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. Who knows? Maybe later this year it will. Hopefully it will. Um, but um, basically, you have large numbers of people still at home and still basically wanting more space. So that's why we see the pressure we see on the housing market, both in terms of you know buying existing homes and and, and people interested in buying new homes. I think uh, at this point we have fewer homes for sale in Canada than we ever have in the last couple of years. So that just goes to show you uh, the pressure that continues to exist with the large numbers of people continuing to uh, be working from home and operating from home primarily. Let's uh, talk about some of the uh, pressures in the lumber industry. Uh, Give us an idea of uh, availability. Uh, Where does the industry stand with respect to uh, supply chains? Um, Are you seeing labor challenges? Well, we'll come back to the labor one in a second. That's a key one that you've uh, put your finger on there. Let's start with the fiber availability. Really, since the last time we spoke, we still have the same challenge in a province like British Columbia that's seen a lot of its fiber removed from what's uh, what's available right now due to uh, you know the, the pine beetle infestation a number of years ago and due to the forest fires, extreme forest fires we've had um, the last couple of years. So that hasn't changed. BC is a key province. It, it provides historically... 40% of all our softwood lumber. And in, in times like this, where there was increased demand, they typically played a, a significant role as a, you know, a swing producer that could ramp up pretty quickly and, 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 and meet changes in, in the market like you know we, we we're navigating right now. But with that reduced fiber availability, uh, they're struggling to do that. One of the things that's interesting, which is new, is you have a number of companies that are uh, taking a look at other provinces and possibilities there. One note, most notably is Saskatchewan, where you're going to see some increased uh, 
uh, harvesting and, and processing take place in Saskatchewan. So uh, from an economic development point of view, good news for, for Saskatchewan. Earlier this week, we spoke with Dr. Pablo Campra, the Spanish doctor who tested vaccine samples and found that they contained graphene oxide. Well, during that appearance, Dr. Campra also talked about the evidence that vaccines could contain a wireless nanosensor. Dr. Ariana Love is back with us. She says that she's found evidence in Moderna's patents that back up Dr. Campra's claims, and she says that she's found a lot more in addition to that, and she joins us now. Dr. Love, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me back, Stu. Of course. So what did you find in this patent? Well, it's they're called biochips, and they're in more than one patent. So, yeah, they exist. So Dr. Conker is right. They're in the patents. So a wireless and nanosensor exists in this bioweapon shot that's being called a vaccine. Exactly. And it also contains, um, they contain graphene oxide, which is, they're made from graphene oxide, which proves that there's also proves there's, that graphene oxide is listed in the patents. And I, I'll get more into that in the next interview, but I'm still researching it and documenting it. So um, we have now proof that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, and other graphene variants in these shots. And that comes from, so far, seven scientific research teams and scientists, including the University of Almeria, Dr. Pablo Campra's report. Then, and they're using techniques like optical and electron microscopy, uh, dark field spectroscopy, micro-Raman, and chemical analysis, and more to determine the graphene oxide. So at what point do we say, okay, it's in the shots? Then there's been two Pfizer whistleblowers that said it's in the shots um, and produced proof. There's been Health Canada that recalled a million and a half masks because they contain graphene. These were masks children were forced to wear. Uh, Japan recalled the Moderna shots for containing metal contaminants. And then there's Dr. Andreas Nowak, who just came forward and he blew the whistle days ago. And he commented on Dr. Um, Compra's report and he said that two of the frequency bands that Dr. Compra identified was graphene hydroxide. And it's worse than we thought. He said that these are nanoscale, uh, nano-sized razor blades that cut people up from the inside. And um, this, they can't be identified in autopsies. And he said it explains why people are dropping dead. Now, Pfizer, um, one of the chief scientists, sent an email over to the PR team addressing how to deal with the graphene oxide thing. So we had those leaked emails that shows that they're not interested anymore in just outright denying the fact that graphene oxide is in these shots, but now interested more in how to control the narrative. And then yesterday, Deanna Lorraine on this program revealed that this doctor was allegedly murdered. His wife believes that he was murdered for exposing this graphene hydroxide in the shots. Some people have said, by the way, that that's fake news, that this guy is still alive, that he didn't die. Do we know anything about that? Yeah, well, there was a rumor spread by Cliff High that he somehow made you know, staged his death and he's not dead. And a lot of people are thinking that he's not dead because of that. So these kinds of rumors are very dangerous. Um, you know, we have to wait for the facts before we draw any conclusions. But yeah, his wife thinks that he was killed by a, um, a radio beam. No, radiation beam, excuse me. That technology exists because he had stroke-like symptoms. Um, and it, it, was, it basically came on right after he released, they released the video. So it's, you know, who knows? We don't know, It's but it's possible. Um, but is that, is that doctor okay. dead? Yeah. Is he indeed deceased? He is. He yeah, is. There, okay. there, yeah there's, there's been some independent media reports on it, 
and um, his wife has, you know, come forward a couple of times, and you know, she's obviously not acting. I was an actress, and I can tell you, she's not acting. Her breathing and everything—you can't fake that. So I believe he is dead. What, I mean, why? What else, what else have you found? I know that when you emailed us, that you said that there were some other things here that you wanted to talk about today that you've discovered in these shots. Yes. Right. Okay. So I found graphene oxide in the shots. It's in the Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. It's listed in the patents. Um, they're hydrogels. Hydrogels are made from graphene oxide and the hydrogels are listed in the Moderna patent. They're patented under US 84153252B2. That's the name of the patent. Um, the hydrogels, they were developed by DARPA and get this Pfizer, Moderna and BioNTech developed the hydrogels for the ballistic delivery of mRNA technology. So the hydrogels contain the entire weapon system and this, which is now being directed against the human population. So also the quantum dots are mentioned in the Moderna patent and these are made from graphene oxide. So graphene oxide, hundred percent is in the shots. It's in the patents. That's irrefutable. Um, also, this is what I found. All of the patents mentioned, mentioned gene deletion. So I talked about this previously, um, just two of the patents, but I mean the two of the shots, but now all of them, gene deletion, it's 100%. Um, all of the COVID patents except for one mentioned that they're coding human cells with a synthetic DNA, which is known as complementary DNA or cDNA. Um, this is because, okay, naturally occurring DNA cannot be patented, right? But this, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 2013 that cDNA can be patented. So, the Supreme Court document says that scientists added four plasmids to bacterium. And I already mentioned previously that the, um, the base for these chimeric bioweapons is E. coli and, and bacteria plasmids. Um, so, I found E. coli listed in most of the patents. There we go. There's the proof. I mean, it's just more proof. Um, they, but these are antibiotic-resistant bacteria. You can't kill them with antibiotics. You have to use other means, but you can kill them. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that modified bacterium is patentable. The judges agreed that cDNA is patent-eligible. So that, that means a plant, animal, or human can be patented and owned if genetically modified with cDNA. Now, the court ruling said that a patent could be asserted on a series of the 15 nucleotides that exist in the BCRA1 gene. Um, that is uh, by breaking the covalent bonds that connect the DNA to the rest of the human genome. That literally means snapping your DNA in half. This is what they're doing. And the, BCR, uh, the BRCA1 gene is a human tumor suppressor gene responsible for, get this, repairing damaged DNA. So all the COVID shots, they're gen deleting genes, they're genetically modifying humans and turning humans into a species that is patentable. And this is according to a U.S. Supreme Court ruling. So you can eliminate the entire um, species, an entire species of anything using the CRISPR-Cas9. Or you can um, completely remove genetic traits in the human being, which is what these elites are now doing. So I found the lentivirus vector, which we spoke about earlier. It is a Fauci-funded from, uh, it is the Fauci-funded Wuhan bioweapon, right? The lentivirus. It contains the HIV-1 through 3, the SARS, MERS, and the um, AIDS-inducing SRV-1 chimeric proteins. Now, I identified the lentivirus in the Moderna patent, the, J the Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and Oxford patents. But guess what? 
The HIV-1 bioweapon, it is patented and owned by Anthony Fauci. So he's got his hands in all of this. And he really needs to be restrained. And for this vaccine holocaust, he's, he's, he's a murderer. Okay, then the Pfizer patent names 30 gene deletions. And then it just says, etc. And then the Pfizer patent also mentions uh, gene 69 through 70 deletion and mutation. Now, Thermo Fisher did a study and released a study about this 69 through 70 gene deletion and mutation. that says it causes a variant that is, quote, significantly more transmissible than, than previously circulating variants. So this proves that they are creating the variants with their death jabs. So Pfizer patent mentions gene 144 deletion, which causes rapid cancer growth. I found a patent for a combo kit PCR that test that mentions gene deletion. So imagine that the, te- the tests are also inducing these, you know, this using hydrogels and inducing the um, putting the bioweapons into the brain for gene deletion. Um, the Pfizer patent mentions the XY chromosome inversions. And if you invert the sex genes, it causes sterility. And this may explain the transgender mania. Wow. For, you know, right. Um, Pfizer, Moderna and patent also mention uh, bromide as an ingredient. This is a corrosive and it causes severe eye damage. Then the Pfizer patent mentions um, propane as an ingredient. It lists uh, propane is listed as a flammable hazardous substance, according to OSHA. And it can be lethal. It's poisonous when inhaled or swallowed. But now they're injecting it into our kids. Uh, propane is an asphyxiating gas, and that means that it will displace the oxygen in your lungs, making it difficult or impossible to breathe. Okay, so these patents confirm that there's graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, uh, little razor blades, gene-deleting technology, wireless nanosensor technology, uh, uh, propane. Uh, I mean, so where do we go from from here i've got about a minute left here uh and we're gonna have you back on but where do we where do we go from here well look um people need to one way that we can fight this is we can file a bunch of small lawsuits because the supreme court is probably not going to defend anybody they're corrupt corrupted um but or or threatened or whatever but if people file on a city uh, um county and statewide file lawsuit it's a bunch of lawsuits this is how we won during world world war ii and shut the the show down so if a bunch of lawsuits would work i would i think um sending notices of liability is a powerful action that citizens can take anybody can take to anybody who's coercing you or your loved ones to take these death jabs serve them with notices of liability flip it put them on the defensive and the world freedom alliance made these packets they're already good to go and um written up these notices of liability that anybody can send Dr. Ariana Love, thank you so much. I'm up against a hard break. I got to go here. But there you go. You've been asking, how do you get involved? Here's the notice of liability information. Send it out to all of these tyrants that are forcing these shots on you, on your family, on your loved ones, your neighbor, your friends, your church congregation. Dr. David Martin has that packet of information for you to send to your attorneys general. It's past time that these criminals are held liable, held responsible for their criminal actions. We, the people, are the only ones that are going to be able to do it. The dangers of a nuclear disaster have been increasing for years. Paul Holinsky, Guns America, here to talk more about that as the Stu Peter Show continues in just 60 seconds.
By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third party materials or on third party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.